Today I cleaned my 13-year-old son's bedroom and I found my 31-year-old girlfriend's underwear in there. Don't forget to subscribe with notifications turned on and follow on Instagram for more. Let me start by saying she is not his mother. As any parent does, I tell my son to give me all of his dirty laundry, mostly so I don't have to touch it so that I can wash it for him. One day when my son was not home, I went into his bedroom and grabbed his dirty laundry. I noticed a balled up towel in the corner of his closet and I just grabbed the end of it, thinking it was just a towel. Nope. Out falls two of my girlfriend's recently worn slash dirty underwear. I stand there, coming up with crazy scenarios in my head for a second like, must have gone caught in the towel when he was done showering, or maybe it got messed up in the clean laundry. Then the realization hits me that our laundry basket is in the bathroom where we shower. All I could say to my girlfriend was, we are about to have a weird conversation and I'm sorry. I pull out the underwear and I say, I found these in my son's room and her jaw just drops. I don't know what else to say besides at least we know he likes you. Now, it is a little weird and quieter on my house and the worst part is I don't know how to bring it up to him. What should I do? So later on after this post was out, there was actually an update and in the update he says, the decision has been made to sit him down tonight after dinner. I'm going to be short and sweet about it, tell him that I'll love him no matter what and tell him why it wasn't okay to violate my girlfriend's privacy, then take the opportunity to see if he wants to talk about anything, but not force him to. So do you think this is a good way to go about talking to the son who has stolen your girlfriend's dirty underwear and kept them for himself? Man, this is strange. You always hear stories about those vending machines in Japan where this kind of stuff is for sale on demand, but it doesn't seem like it's really that common of a thing, but maybe it is. Maybe this is way more common than it seems. And this kind of thing is happening all the time. This dad just happened to catch his son in the act of stealing these underwear. Like many people are saying in response to this, they should probably just throw those dirty underwear away at this point. One of the comments that got a lot of upvotes on this said, my understanding is that DNA can circulate within a load of washing and still be detectable in forensic quantities after a wash. The source is that he is a lawyer who reads newspapers. Do with this information what you will. And apparently this is referring to a guy in New Zealand who was locked up for years on a wrong wrongful conviction due to charges that had to do with a child in his home based in significant part on the fact that the underwear had detectable traces of DNA in them as a result of clothes washing. So if I'm understanding that right, this guy was in jail or prison for years because the underwear had his DNA on it because they were washed in the same load of clothes. That does make sense, but it's also surprising at the same time. So anyway, let me know what you would do if you're in this situation down below. Am I the jerk for making my girlfriend pay for everything after she implied that she does? I'm a 29 year old male and my girlfriend Maddie is 30 years old. We've been together for three years. We live together. Maddie is an anesthesiologist and I own my own landscape design company. Due to me working mornings and being home earlier, I do most of the shopping and cooking. We split all the other duties 50-50 and we pay 50-50 on all bills. I make solid money, but most of it is put back into my business so I don't have as much spending money as Maddie. Maddie likes to think I'm some sort of trophy boyfriend. So here's phase one of the story. The first time we were out with her family, she's the pride of her family because her family never went to college, let alone medical school. Maddie says, OP does most of the housework so I'm not overwhelmed when I get home. Her aunt said, Maddie, it's amazing. You snagged yourself a trophy boyfriend while working so many hours. 
years. Then Maddie's mom said, Look at you finding a man who supports you. Maddie said, I'm glad I can support the both of us. In phase two, she told her friends she was treating me to a vacation. Her friend said, Wow, Maddie, sugar mama love out here. I told Maddie how uncomfortable it was as she told everyone she was buying the trip. Her response was that I was being ridiculous. And finally, phase three. My parents asked me how we were enjoying the new place. We recently moved. Maddie started going on about how much more house it is and how she is thankful for my help and willingness to support her career. A couple of things about how supportive I am, how my job is tough on me. I don't find it that tough. And how she's thankful she's able to cover the house while I build my business. Afterwards, my parents called me to ask if everything was okay, if my business was struggling, and if Maddie was having to cover for us, then they could help out. I said that Maddie spent more on the down payment than I did, but in no way did she cover our house. I've brought this up to Maddie and she sees no problem. She says I should be glad to have a girlfriend who makes money and wants to splurge on me. So I haven't paid for a thing in the last four months. Date nights, tickets, groceries, Wi-Fi, gas, nothing. I stopped cooking so now Maddie orders food for us. Whenever the bill shows up, I say, she's got it. Or whenever I need gas, I say, hey babe, can you get this one? I'll cook your favorite food later though. Maddie has hasn't said anything, but I think she's getting annoyed. So last weekend, it was me, her, her sister, slash brother-in-law, and parents. When the bill showed up, the waiter gave it to me. I said, I'm actually the trophy boyfriend, so I don't pay for things, and handed the bill to Maddie. On the way home, she was being standoffish. All she said was, you didn't have to do that. I said, I covered my half of the bills, paid for dates, bought her gifts, and don't like that she implies that she pays for everything. I said, if she wants me to quit doing this, then she can tell everyone the truth or she can keep paying. So, am I the jerk for making my girlfriend pay for everything after she implied that she does? In this situation, it seems like neither the OP nor the girlfriend are really effectively communicating with one another. It doesn't really seem like Maddie understands the reason why the boyfriend would be frustrated, the OP, by what she's saying to people. And it doesn't seem like the OP understands why Maddie would be frustrated for having to pay for everything and that final comment that he made at the dinner because in his mind, he's just living out the reality that she painted to the world. The way the OP sees it is, well, if you're going to paint it that way to everyone, then I might as well get the advantages of living that way. It's kind of like both people want the cake and to eat it too. The boyfriend wants to not have to pay for anything if everyone's going to think that he doesn't pay for anything and the girlfriend wants to be able to say that she's spoiling him but not actually pay for everything. Probably the best comment in response to this says, I think it's kind of funny you started giving her a taste of her own medicine OP. If she wants to brag about paying for everything, then yeah, it makes sense that you hold her to that. What's worrying though was that it had to get to the point that when you try to talk to her about it like adults, she didn't see the issue because it's good for you to have a partner that splurges on you. It might have been a better move to put the problem into simpler words by saying, I don't have a problem with being spoiled. I have a problem with being called lazy all the time by you. Or calling me a trophy boyfriend hurts my pride, hurts my feelings, etc. And I want you to stop. I love you, but I don't like this thing that you are doing. I think that talk should have happened before you started doing anything to get back at her. But that's not to say it's too late to have that talk now. I think you both owe each other an apology. I mean, it definitely seems like on both ends, there is this brewing passive aggressiveness because neither one is completely communicating to the other their feelings in a simple, complex,
complete way. And that's what's creating this whole retribution style of behavior on the part of the OP. But let me know what you would do if your fiance started telling everyone the same thing that she told the OP here. And let me know, jerk or not a jerk and why? Am I the jerk for reporting a server at a coffee shop over posting a TikTok? This may sound implausible, but the setting was in a coffee shop in a small town in America where most people know each other. So it's really not that out of the ordinary. There's this nice indie cafe a few blocks away from my house, which I go to a couple of times weekly and all the servers know me. And I'm a 28 year old male for the record. This month, I had my mom with me, her visiting from the US for the first time. My mom spent all of her life in a Southeast Asian country. Her English is not good. Anyway, I go to work one day last week and my mom wanders over to the cafe. I get home that night and ask my mom how her trip to the cafe was. She says it's nice, told me what she got and oops, I forget that she doesn't know about tipping here. Where she lives, there's a large service charge included so you don't really tip in eateries and definitely not in small ones. This was completely my bad and entirely my fault for forgetting to inform her. I ask her which server. She describes someone I know as Jane, who's a 25-ish year old female. I go to the cafe the next day, the minute it opens, I see that Jane is working and I apologize profusely. I explain my mom doesn't know about tipping and I gave her a 70% tip. The bill came out to around $10, so it wasn't really breaking the bank. She's understandably slightly cool, but I apologize to the best of my ability. I thought that was that. No. Two days later, a colleague texts me a link to a TikTok. Jane apparently has a sizable TikTok following where she talks about being a barista, her customers, and how to make X or Y drink. Nice stuff, except a video from the day that my mom visited where Jane videoed the backside of her head, made jokes about people coming over from BFE and not tipping because it's a man-eat-dog world out there, quietly barked on video. She didn't seem to notice it was her. There were lots of shares and likes and comments. Again, our town is 99% white. Jane wouldn't really be encountering many foreigners at all. It's not a no-tip epidemic. I gave her the benefit of the doubt, went over the next day and politely asked her to take it down. She said no. It's her right and it was her degrading experience. The manager comes over, Jane tells the tipping part and that she made a video out of desperation and she wouldn't take it down. I tell the manager that I came back, apologized, tipped her 70% and explained that my mom didn't know. I showed her the TikTok and the manager's face changes. She doesn't discipline Jane in front of me, but from what I hear, she was let go immediately. Now her mother is posting her own and my Facebook as well as hinting on the community Facebook group about certain people not respecting servers and causing Jane to be fired. Several people, many who don't know the whole story, agreeing with her and even discussing setting up a collection. Almost all believe that I am the jerk here and there is no mention of the TikTok at all. Am I the jerk here? Should I have dragged my 70-year-old mother in to apologize to Jane? What exactly can I do now? Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. 
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Families have a lot going on. Let Ollie help manage the mental load with new cognitive help supplements for everyone four and up, like delicious Lolly Focus Pops or Lolly Mellow Pops for kids. And for parents, try three new Brainy Chews to help you focus, chill out, or get energized. Find these cognitive health buddies for the whole fam at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y.com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. So it sounds like this TikTok she made was really bigoted to begin with. I mean, she's pointing out things about, I guess, trying to poke fun of where she's from. And she's bringing up this whole dog thing. It's hard to imagine that she would do this after she had already been given a 70% tip. But I guess the assumption is that she already made this video before he came in and gave her the tip, I guess, the night before. We're going by what the OP says here, but somehow I think that maybe what might have actually happened is that he found out about this whole not tipping thing because of the TikTok, then went in, then gave the tip, and then she didn't take it down. I mean, that would make a little bit more sense. Both could technically be true, and we have no reason to doubt what the OP is saying, but that would just make more sense. Since I've never really heard of anyone going into a place, finding the person who served their mother the day before, and then giving them the tip, I mean, it's possible, but there's a little bit more information in the update. And the OP says on messages about our ethnicity slash what spur the dog comments. We are full Koreans and my late dad and mom both settled very young in a Southeast Asian country during unrest in our home country. I grew up there too. We all look fully Asian. I have a noticeable not American accent. My mom's English is quite weak. So the dog comment is definitely about that, I'm sure. So let me know what you would do if you're in this situation and jerk or not a jerk and why. Am I the jerk for bluntly telling a woman that it's dangerous to put a essential oils in sensitive areas. My uncle's new girlfriend came to family dinner the other night and it was the first time anyone in my family met her. She is super into essential oils, which is very eye roll inducing for me, but I didn't say anything about it or show that I found it annoying at first. I bit my tongue while she went on about putting them in her water. You should not be ingesting essential oils and rubbing them on pressure points, trying to convince my mom to buy some. But then she brought up that they can be super good for yeast infection. I looked at her horrified and asked, you mean you're putting them down there? And she said, yes, you just insert a few drops and it clears up right away. I told her this was very dangerous and could cause chemical burns as well as throwing off your pH down there and potentially causing other infections. She said, oh no, you don't have to worry about that. They're all natural. To which I replied, so is poison ivy, but I wouldn't suggest shoving it up your beaver. She just looked 
shocked. My sister laughed and my aunt said, well, she has a point. But other family members said that it was rude and crass, which I didn't think so because she's the one who started talking about yeast infections at a family dinner, certainly saying the word beaver is less crass than that. So am I the jerk for bluntly telling a woman that it's dangerous to put essential oils in her sensitive areas? So maybe some of you guys know the science behind where essential oils should go or they should not go. It sounds like the argument being made, among other things, is that it'll change the pH of those areas that are sensitive to pH. Like I know a lot of parts of your body have very specific pHs they should be at in order to be working properly. But for those of you that know about this, let me know. Whether or not the science is true, if the OP didn't believe it was true and thought that this woman was going to hurt people by spreading this information, then you kind of have an imperative to say something, especially if the mom is about to buy these oils. So let me know if you've ever seen a situation like this, whether it be with oils or something else and jerk or not a jerk and why.